0: Hey what's up everybody and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I cannot believe I'm actually following through and doing this but anyway thank you so much for tuning in and listening. My name is Courtney Sheely and I have been wanting to do a podcast for so long but I've always been kind of terrified, kind of scared to put my voice out there but I'm really happy that I'm producing this and I have a lot of amazing guest co-hosts joining me on this podcast show and a lot to look forward to. So anyway, I thought on this first episode that I would kind of get into a little bit of a backstory episode, kind of getting into who you're listening to because I was thinking about, you know, the you guys listening. And I, I was like, they have no idea who the hell I am. I think I need to tell them a little bit about myself before we have all these different people coming on and, you know, some craziness happening. So you'll get a little bit, um, so you'll get to know me a little bit more. So to get right on into it, I am from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Shout out. I had a pretty rough childhood and I am not going to share too much just because it's all very traumatizing and I don't want this to be kind of a sob story, but I had a pretty, yeah, rough childhood and I want to be as transparent as possible, as honest as possible on this podcast and not that many people know this about me. I I don't even think a lot of my colleagues know this about me and it's not really anything that defines me, but I think it really did shape who I am. My mom is... An alcoholic, unfortunately, and she was abusive, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And uh, when I was about seven years old, my parents went into a pretty intense custody battle that lasted a few years. Fortunately, my dad got custody of me, and it was a blessing because just thinking about what I'd be doing with my life if I didn't live with my dad is just bonkers to think about, to be quite honest. So I started living with my dad and this was around eight or nine and at this point i was already kind of you know in the ballet class but like you know like those cute little kid tutu classes like the pre-ballet classes that's what i was doing it wasn't really anything serious i was just you know enjoying skipping around and acting but even as a young girl i always expressed myself through acting movement singing like i was always a little entertainer apparently as like a kid and I kind of realized as I got older that uh, that because of a lot of the things that happened to me as a kid, it was really ballet class was like a safe place for me. I always knew I was going to have consistency and structure that I didn't have in my home life for a while until I started living with my dad. So I think ballet class has always been kind of like home for me. So when I started living with my dad, I started dancing a lot more seriously. I started falling falling in love with it a lot more and seeing myself doing it professionally. I went to an amazing school, Northwest Florida Ballet Shout out. I was actually dancing there from third through eighth grade in this cool public school program where we did ballet class instead of PE. And in high school, I started doing an online high school program and then did ballet all freaking day like I can't, I don't even know how I did that much ballet in a day but I did for like three years and then when I was in my junior year of high school at this point I'd already been away from for the summer doing summer intensives like few summers and I was mainly going to Pittsburgh Ballet Theater every summer up to my junior year and they offered me a year-round program i was kind of at a turning point where i was really about to move to pittsburgh and it's so crazy for me to think about that too if i went to pittsburgh but i thankfully had a meeting with my old teacher and i told him about my goal of moving to pittsburgh and joining the school program there And he looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) He was like, Courtney, I think you can aim way higher. And if you don't get into anywhere else, then you go there. And I was thinking he was, I was like, are you insane? I don't think I can get in anywhere else. And he was like, there's an audition for ABT in New York City this next week for the studio company. And the summer intensive, I think you need to go. I was fortunate enough that my family was crazy enough to actually let me go. (laughs) And I came up to New York and it was my second time ever in New York. And I came by myself and I had some amazing teachers that were living here that literally took me to and fro the airport to the studios to they fed me like they they were amazing. Um, Shout out to them, too. And I auditioned for the summer intensive. It went really well, I thought. And I went home. And then a few weeks, I got an email saying, hey, listen, we're going to get a scholarship for the summer. We want you. But for the studio company, can you come back for a week and um, kind of audition? So at this point, I knew I needed to come back pretty soon to New York to have a chance. But I was so already so mind blown that I even got a scholarship to the summer intensive in New York. I was sh- I was through the roof. <laughs> you should have seen me. And I, you know, thankfully, the teachers that took care of me for the summer intensive audition, they took care of me again when I came up for the second time or the third time. I took class with them for a week and I kind of started to feel like as that week went on, like this might have been too early for me to say, but I'll never forget saying this to one of my friends from Florida. I said, it just feels like home being there. And that would have been really bad if I didn't get in. So, a few weeks later, after that week in New York with the studio company, I got an email that I was accepted into the studio company, and I would be moving to New York the next, the like, following few months, and it was such a big moment for me, because I never in a million years thought that I would get into ABT, ever ever i didn't even think i was going to get into like their summer program in alabama to be quite honest with you (laughs) i didn't think i would get in anywhere and my teacher was so right he he says go for the highest like the your number one places in audition and then go down so if you're like a young dancer listening to this kind of you know you're trying to figure out where you want to go and audition going to your first top rated place first and going down that list if you don't get in it I think it's the best way to go about it but I was really blessed that I got into my number one place (laughs) so I was just really fortunate and yeah so then a few months later I moved to New York City at 17 years old I was very fresh and doe-eyed I didn't know anybody I I joined the ABT studio company and I moved into this amazing dorm slash apartment that a donor donated it was 10 of us living there five girls five guys and a house mom that lived with us for a year so that was probably the most that was like my college experience I would say because I didn't have one that one year in studio company was definitely the year that I was like oh because growing up I only had like one boy in ballet class with me, and now I was like literally living with like five different guys. So it was just a college experience. And after a year in studio company, I was fortunate enough to get promoted as an apprentice to the main company. So, an apprentice contract is interesting because it's not a full time permanent position, it's kind of like the test time. <laughs> it sounds so bad, but it's like, your trial period. But anyway, I joined as an apprentice. So at this point I was, you know, with the main company for Nutcracker as an apprentice. Really fun. Lots of fun. Um very scary time though. So I was an apprentice for literally I would say four four months. And then I got promoted to core pretty quickly. I was promoted to the Court of Ballet January of 2017. Yeah, January of 2017. So yeah, so then I have, you know, was dan- I've been dancing for the last, you know, however many years as a Court of Ballet dancer. Um, however, the last few years have been very difficult for me. I, starting from probably the age of like 13, I started having... Um, kneecap dislocations. So this is a whole other phase in my life. Um, I call this my terrible knee phase. So I had reoccurring knee dislocations starting from like the age of 13. And both on my right and my left knees were starting to dislocate pretty frequently. So this kneecap dislocation situation kind of followed me into my professional career unfortunately it wasn't happening as much but it would happen maybe every year every year and a half on one or the other leg so it was kind of becoming a really big hindrance like I was just about to do a really big role and then I'd hurt my knee or I was just about to uh, premiere a really cool like something I was really excited about and then I would hurt my knee and it just became a really annoying 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 thing that kept holding me back so when the pandemic happened obviously no one was working and in October of 2020 I was simply walking my dog I have a dog by the way Corgi (laughs) Rue she is amazing anyway not to talk about her but we were walking and I had a terrible kneecap episode where my kneecap dislocated twice in a row I knew it was like catastrophic I knew it was going to be bad I knew I needed to get surgery and I know I've needed surgery for a while but for some reason I had a I obviously as a dancer I'm terrified I was terrified because I didn't want them to mess up and then ruin my career But at this point, I couldn't even walk without them going out. So I think it's clear that I needed surgery a long time ago. So I immediately went to HSS after I hurt my knee. They are the number one orthopedic hospital in the whole country. I'm really lucky that they're here in New York. I don't know what I would have done if they weren't here. And immediately my surgeon saw my knees and was like, you needed surgery a long time ago to get this fixed because it's clear this is hindering your work. And I, I, even my mental health too, I was just so scared of it happening all the time. So we agreed. My plan was to get my knee surgeries back to back to get it fixed since I wasn't working. So my first knee surgery was my left knee, which is the one I really messed up in the street that was November of 2020 and then after being in a wheelchair for two months and after rehabbing for another two months so in total four months later in April I had my right knee done the exact same surgery. So that time in my life was pretty rough because mentally I had to go back into being in a wheelchair for two months. I'd go back going through this whole process again which in the long run, I'm so glad I got it done back to back and just got it out of the way. And then I had my final surgery in August of 2021. And that was to get the hardware taken out because I had in total four screws in both uh, four screws in my shins. After that, it's been a journey. So this is pretty recently. This is like only a few months ago. I've started ramping up. I started getting back into shape, started training a lot more. And now, currently, I'm back with the company. I'm back with ABT. I'm back dancing. I'm still not 100%. I'm not jumping or doing anything crazy, but I am back and in the room rehearsing. So I'm really lucky that my surgeon took such good care of me. She knew how terrified I was that, you know, if they messed up one of my knees, I would have been out of a job so i'm really fortunate that they took such good care of me over at hss it's all good i am back dancing the hardest time is over thank god and i'm so blessed to have all my friends and you know who you are amazing people literally take care of me literally like bathe me when i needed help shout out to all the people that were there for me love y'all So to wrap up this episode, I'm so happy to tell you that my amazing co-host next week is absolutely phenomenal. She is someone I've known since 2015 when I joined ABT Studio Company, and she is an incredible dancer. I'm sure if you're a bunhead, you'll know of her because she is definitely an up-and-coming star. I love her to pieces, so look forward to that next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to my very first episode of Courts Corner. I can't wait to see where this journey takes us. And I am so, so grateful for all of you for listening. This is just the beginning and it's only going to get better from here. And I will see you in the corner with me next time.